Today on the Cineos Health Podcast, we have the start of something big. Here we're talking about medical affairs. We talked last year about medical affairs from zero and MA squared medical affairs with market access. Now we have not just a two-course meal, but a banquet prepared for you. Several podcasts over the next few weeks and months will be on medical affairs. I'm joined by Suma Ramadas to talk about medical affairs and what it means for organizations now. I'm Jeff Stewart from Sydney's Health Consulting. If you like what you're hearing, be sure to subscribe and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Medical Affairs, next on the Cineos Health Podcast. Suma Ramadas, welcome back to the Cineos Health Podcast. Thanks. Thanks for having me again, Jeff. So the last time we talked, we talked about medical affairs from zero. We talked about building a medical affairs practice from nothing, which is what you did in a previous role. Is that correct? That's correct. Long time ago now. It was a long time ago now. Uh, It's been about a year, I think, since we last talked and the show was on. And now we're talking about what's happened since in medical affairs and catching up with you, seeing how the market's changed, and then what you are going to set up perhaps some things that you and your team are going to be telling us over the next couple of episodes. Yes, that's exactly right. So medical affairs, what's been happening recently in medical affairs? (laughs) Great question. Uh, Broad for sure, but I think there are a couple of points that we find medical affairs organizations struggling with right now. I think last year when we last talked, it was really about when medical affairs organizations should get involved in the developmental process or the developmental commercialization process, I would say, actually. Now it's really about what do we do with that early involvement within medical affairs. How do we get involved and what do we do now that we have a seat at the table? So what we hear from a lot of our summits, and just to recap, we do have these medical affairs summits that we hold globally. So one in EU, one in the US, and two in Asia PAC. What we've started to hear is that medical affairs organizations are really saying, how do we continue to show the value that everybody agrees is there, but more importantly, how do we start to communicate all of this to our functional colleagues, as well as how do we, even within medical affairs, ensure that we have the right processes in place to drive a consistent process to help with the commercialization? Does medical affairs end up being a little bit like a stepchild where it's not given enough attention, do you think? I'm, I'm trying to understand if, if we're trying to get a seat at the table or we've gotten a seat at the table and now it's how do we work with it? Have we gotten past that point? Does it get the love it needs? Yeah, I would say that last year, if you'd asked me that question, I would have answered most organizations agree that medical affairs should have a seat at the table. Now I would say everybody agrees with that. We have a seat at the table. What are we going to do with that seat, I think, is really the question. And it becomes a very process-driven and tactical answer because strategically, medical affairs, everybody agrees you have to understand what's medically meaningful out there. You need to get involved early You have to ensure that you're bringing in the insights from stakeholders as early in the developmental life cycle as possible in order to share those insights with your other functional colleagues so you start to drive a more pointed discussion with what's happening in the landscape. So yes, we have a seat at the table. Now it's more a question of what are we going to do with it? You said it was organizationally driven and potentially process driven. Is this something where your role as medical affairs where it gets placed under the commercial umbrella or perhaps more with market access or with, I don't even know, clinical parts of the organization, does that 
change how medical affairs is viewed and how you then deal with it? Am I understanding it at that level, that's what we're talking about, or is it just something else entirely? No, I think you have part of it. Medical affairs is really the bridge between the clinical organization, the commercial organization. For purposes of this conversation, let's say that market access is under the commercial umbrella. Right now, we feel that medical affairs is really one of the major pillars, clinical and commercial being the other two. It's definitely a tripod, but more importantly, now that it is one of the major pieces within an organization, how do we drive the right processes within the medical affairs organization to drive that consistency and ensure it's happening at the same time? How do we communicate with the other functional groups, namely clinical and commercial and all the subfunctions that come with it, in order to share the insights that we're getting across? to ensure that the insights are actually actionable and go from there and really work as a partnership amongst the three. So I'd like to start actually at the beginning again, something I should have asked, but didn't. Not everybody will have listened to our initial podcast, Medical Affairs from Zero. What is medical affairs? If you aren't in medical affairs and you don't have a seat at this table, what is it? So medical affairs is an organization that most pharma, biotech, small, large-size medical device companies now have. Once again, I wouldn't have been able to say that even a few years ago, hence me talking about how I started a functionally medical affairs organization at my previous company. But now I would say that most companies have this function. The function is really driven to engage with the medical stakeholders. And again, that definition has changed it used to just be that medical stakeholders meant your HCPs, but now that's broadened to include patients, patient advocacy groups, societies, even payers to some degree. And medical affairs is really focused on how to capture data and disseminate it in the most contextualized way in order to help either the understanding of the disease state all the way down to understanding of the science behind a particular asset. So the medical affairs side looks at not just the HCPs, the healthcare providers, but now a larger group of stakeholders to bring medical information. Do I understand that now? Exactly. So I think the definition of a medical stakeholder, it's any stakeholder that cares about what is medically meaningful when considering any particular asset. Okay. We have a seat at the table. I know what's on the first course of the meal. Can you give me some idea of what we're going to be talking about or what has changed in the marketplace besides this that might drive the need to know what are the other courses that we might have over several podcasts that are coming up? Yeah, great question again. So we know who medical affairs is, what they do, but now it really becomes, as we were talking about earlier, it becomes about the how. Now, last year, I don't know if you remember, but we talked about the medical foundation, which really sets up how medical affairs can implement processes that allows the team to think strategically and shift their mindset in order to say, how do I build the right strategy in order to dictate any of the various tactics that I'm going to do for a particular asset? But because of that strategic seat at the table, we now have all these other topics that we need to consider. So you're going to hear about our campaign of what moving to the left means for medical affairs. You're also going to hear about how to instill the right processes and thinking behind field medical excellence. And we call this entire thing, we're calling it next-gen medical affairs because it's really medical affairs 2.0. It's not what we've done for the past three to five years. 
it's really where the industry is going and how we can elevate what medical affairs can do. You're also going to hear about insights and really what the definition of an insight is, how to build a robust insight process such that these insights that are coming in are truly actionable, as we talked about before. And you'll also hear about things like, what does the medical commercial interface look like? And what is that commercial interdependency? Same thing with market access. What does medical affairs and market access look like, or what we call MA squared? And finally, we're going to also touch on this thing called metrics. And metrics has been a topic of interest for medical affairs organizations for as long as I can remember. But we're doing something very unique this year with metrics. We've invited six very large companies to join us in a medical affairs summit, and we'll be hearing about that and really trying to solve the metrics problem, as we say, within medical affairs. And part of that metrics is really identifying the capabilities that we need individuals within medical affairs organizations to have. So you'll also be learning about this concept of learning agility in medical affairs. And we've really come across what we think is the holy grail for organizational transformation as it relates to capability development within organizations. And this topic has particularly resonated with our summit attendees, so we're really excited to share that with you as well. Well, I think that sets the table well. We have a banquet. We have a multi-course meal coming up over the next several episodes of the Cineo Health Podcast. Suma Ramadas, thanks so much for setting the table for us. Yeah, thanks so much for having me, Jeff, and we're really looking forward to sharing more information with you in the coming months. That's all for today's episode of the Cineos Health Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Stewart from Cineos Health Consulting. If you like what you hear, please rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. If you have comments, suggestions, questions, or if you just want to talk through a particular challenge that you're having at your life sciences company, you may email me at podcast at Where consultants, that's what we do.